Daily Devotion. We're in Luke chapter 13. And we're going to start with the first verse. It goes like this. Now there was some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will also perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he went to look for the fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been coming to, to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should he use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year, and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. So the parable of the fig tree, this is uh, appears in all of the Gospels in a different one way or the other, except for John. And it's a challenging, one of the more challenging pictures we get in the Bible, because we don't like this Jesus we don't feel comfortable with a Jesus who's willing to condemn people or curse people or or, um, or give up on people. And that's sort of what it feels like Jesus is doing in this passage. So the first part of this passage um, is, is a story about some Galileans who were killed in different ways. The first was a group of Galileans that were killed by Pilate. Now it's probable that Pilate that they were part of some sort of rebellion that Pilate was trying to put down. Rome was not was not patient or kind with those kinds of things. Uh, they nipped it in the bud immediately. They didn't wait to find out who was going to catch or bear fruit or any of those kinds of things. They just wiped it out as soon as they caught word of rebellion. It's a little bit of foreshadowing for what's going to come for Jesus. And then on the other hand was a group who... who were killed in a tragic accident at work. Now there's some talk amongst scholars about whether they were working on a Roman project. And so that's why the Galileans felt like they deserved to die because they had betrayed their people. But no matter what they were working on and what caused the fall, Jesus says the same thing to both of them. Same response to both of them. God does not put people to death because of their sin. Everybody, death is a part of life. It's part of being human. It's, it's the inevitable result of our lives. And so everyone will, dis, will at some point have to face that and deal with that. But Jesus says, looking for the cause, looking for reasons to blame them, looking for a reason that they deserved whatever bad thing happened to them is not of God. God's not particularly interested in that. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so all of us, in some ways, deserve that kind of treatment. And so when we rush to judgment, when we rush to say, well, that person deserves to die. When we rush to say, well, that person deserved to die, or they got what they deserved. That's not of God. That's not something that God lifts up or, or supports. Jesus says, we all deserve blame. We all have blame to carry. So how much time do we spend looking for someone to blame? Looking for who's at fault? 
how much time when bad things happen do we spend figuring out what they did wrong to make it happen? It's all part of this idea that um, actions have consequences and some, we want some level of control and we want to understand why things happen, why bad things happen to good people and often there's just no answer. And so looking for blame, looking to find who's at fault, looking to figure out what caused it, what they did to deserve it. It dishonors their memory and it puts us in a bad way, in a bad place. And it denies the fact that all of us, every one of us could have been there, could be in that place, but for different circumstances. And so the next time you hear something tragic happen or something terrible happens, or or you hear about somebody who, who lost, who is the recipient of bad things, is the victim of a bad thing, how can we respond with the compassion of, of God? How can we respond in a way that doesn't look to figure out the cause or what they did to deserve it, but instead at the way God give offers grace in the midst of it? Come on.